I don't know what Joe Biden's talking about here when he's uh, with FEMA and with others. I think he's with the governor of New Jersey talking about the damage that took place there from Hurricane Ida. I mean, massive flooding. Uh, Massive flooding near 50 deaths. Uh, Bad scene, for sure. But I I do not know what he means when he says this. Uh, You know, the looks like a tornado. They don't call them that anymore. That hit the crops and, and wetlands in the middle of the country and and Iowa and Nevada and I mean it's just across the board and uh, I think he's talking about the derechos that hit Iowa and Nebraska last year that no one talked about Tony Katz Tony Katz today it's good to be with you but just for the record we still call them tornadoes I mean, it's, there's still tornadoes. Oh, gosh, it is hard sometimes. It is hard out here for a pimp. I will tell you that. Tony Katz. <laughs> oh, my God. Hustle and flow reference. Tony Katz today. I mean, I today is such a good day of insane audio clips. This was Nicole Wallace on MSNBC talking about the texas abortion law uh, just just go with it to the very end i promise you it's worth it obviously i'm acutely aware of my complicity in the current state of the united states supreme court um that said i have voted straight party line democratic ticket since 2016 and my only hope my only wish is that they freaking win that they win elections. And what I don't understand is the Republicans have revealed themselves over and over and over and over and over again. And if you want to know how radical today's GOP is, it's so radical that the man picked by my old boss, Chief Justice John Roberts, sided with the liberals on the court in the Texas abortion ban. And what Joyce just described, I don't know the legal term, but it sounds a whole lot like collusion between Republican-dominated right-wing-centric legislatures and the far-right members of the United States Supreme Court, whether it's a crime and whether it's real, maybe Mueller will look in it but tell me where we go from here holy crap that's nicole wallace i think she she was with george uh, w bush and now is an msnbc host and a virulent leftist and really ignorant Let's let's break down parts of it. The GOP is so radical that your that Chief Justice John Roberts sided with the liberals on the court in the Texas abortion ban. Uh, we think that John Roberts was a terrible pick, and he's a bad justice. And you can make the argument that on this one he made the right call, but this is the guy we've been calling radical since he allowed Obamacare to be a tax. Remember, they told us Obamacare wasn't a tax. Every which way but loose, Obamacare wasn't a tax. And then the Supreme Court said, well, you can do it if it's a tax. And they said, oh, it's a tax. Oh, oh, it's a tax. It's always been a tax. You know, my mother's been calling it a tax for 50 years now. My mother's a smart one. What we think of John Roberts, 
And then this is this is just such a great and crazed line here. Listen. Legal term, but it sounds a whole lot like collusion between between Republican dominated right wing centric legislatures and the far right members of the United States Supreme Court. That's what she said. Just described, I don't know the legal term, but it sounds a whole lot like collusion between Republican-dominated right-wing-centric legislatures and the far-right members of the United States Supreme Court, whether it's a crime and what... So you think that the legislature in Texas and Brett Kavanaugh are having a couple of late-night beers together, working out how they're going to screw over the lady folk. That, that's your take. Nicole Wallace, my gosh, that right there, that's a hot take. Oh, hot, 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 That's hot. But the best came at the end. It's real. Maybe Mueller will look into it. But tell me where we go. Maybe Robert Mueller? Yeah, maybe is that what Mo- you said? Maybe Mueller will look into it? He's still on the case. Robert Mueller doesn't know where he is right now. Didn't we prove that? Robert Mueller sits there and gives the entire report, and it is so absolutely obvious, obvious that he didn't write the report and that he didn't know what was going on. It's clear as day. I have actually some exclusive audio from the inner thoughts of Robert Mueller. Remember when he was testifying? He was there in front. He didn't want to do it, but the Democrats forced him to do it. And so I have actually, we, we, we have a device here at, at Tony Katz today. We can read the inner thoughts of people. This was the inner thought of Robert Mueller as he was testifying in front of, of that uh, committee. I'm not even supposed to be here today. That was Robert Mueller right there. That's how little he wanted to be a part of it. Maybe Mueller can investigate. How dopey is Nicole Wallace. And the answer is pretty damn dopey. Pretty dopey indeed. But I wanted to 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 get to producer Ari here. He was at a uh, you were, you were at a shindig. Can I can I say shindig? It was my brother's wedding. You can tell I, that. I I am not here to divulge anything. I That's I know of your you. life. It was my brother's wedding. Well, mazel tov to him, and I hope it was fantastic. Do we have an over-under on how long it's going to last? Oh, if they don't make it till death, then my wife and I are doomed. Really? Oh, they definitely love each other more than we do. We are just, we're in a loveless marriage right now. How's that working out for you? Uh, it's just great for tax purposes. Wow. I hope she's not listening because she's going to murder me when I get home. I hope she is listening God. and there's video. Oh, Jesus. So producer Ari is at this wedding, and some people are like, "So how are things going in in in, in uh, Indianapolis, of course, where we are?" And and he talks about what he does. He works on the show. And you understand, producer Ari and I don't agree politically. Cuckoo, right? Because because I'm me, and producer Ari is um an idiot. Yeah. I, oh come on! I would never say that. I know. I'm saying it for you. I would. Yeah, but uh, I was just gonna say wrong. Yeah. Well, wait. Same thing. And so the con- so so you know I guess, I guess some people have um, you know some some things to say uh, about uh, me, right? Some of them some of them knew who I was, right? So that's always interesting, you know. The the word is spread. 
And all of a sudden, uh, Ari is, it has people talking to him about bodily autonomy. Now, as you heard it discussed, producer Ari, what is, because the Texas abortion law has been a big subject everywhere, and I argue there are some things about that law that are very peculiar. The idea that it is, it is citizen-enforced and not government-enforced, which is how it got past the SCOTUS, by the way, and that you could decide somebody took somebody to an abortion clinic over across state lines and you could sue them. That's a whole interesting thing. I don't know if that's going to fly. I, 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 there's, a, there's a great bit of ugly within that. But, but again, it requires more study, more look. You'll see lawsuits. We'll see where they go, et cetera. So give me, in a nutshell, Producer Ari, what they told you about human body autonomy theory. So what they said was that you can do whatever you want to your own body, even if it affects somebody else's body. And my first thought was, well, give me an example besides for abortion. And so the example they gave was if there's a five-year-old with bone marrow cancer and you are the one and only donor, you can choose whether or not to do it. You can say, you know, I'm not donating my bone marrow and the kid dies and you will not face any punishment because that's your own body and that's your own choice. My first thought was, I mean, it's a very clever argument. I Objectively, it's clever, but I, you know, it's not airtight. So let's, so, so let's break this down, because I thought this was interesting, and I had not known of the theory, and, and, and I want to get into some more of it. I, and I'm not holding you to account, Thanks, producer Ari. I'm, I'm utilizing you as, as my conduit to these people. I'm a storyteller. Do, is, is that what you are? Do these people feel the same way about vaccination? I, that's an, I don't know. Bodily, bodily autonomy. I don't want to put it into my body. People say that all the time. Well, hypothetically, then, yes. It, it would be an overlapping theory if it applied to one that applies to But I would bet you all the dollars in my pocket against all the dollars in your pocket that I can go to all the people who are opposed to this Texas abortion law and to a person, none of them would think it's okay that you don't get vaccinated because their argument would be... Well, if you don't get vaccinated, I'm the one who gets hurt. That's, Let me take no. you to Brian Stelter. Brian Stelter of CNN, who tweeted out an unvaccinated minority that doesn't watch the news or trust the news is putting the vaccinated majority at undue risk. There's no way around that reality. Now, is that true? Well, of course it's not true. And it's not true because no vaccine, which is really an inoculation, whether it's Pfizer or it's Moderna or it's Johnson & Johnson, stops you from getting COVID. It reduces the symptoms that you deal with if you get COVID, so you stay out of hospitals. And I think the data shows that. But it doesn't stop you from getting COVID, nor does it stop you from spreading COVID. You still have a viral load. You have a viral load if you're vaccinated or if you're unvaccinated. The asymptomatic person has a viral load, and they're able to then spread that. But I now need to know... If the woman can have the abortion because she has bodily autonomy, even though she's hurting the baby inside her, why is that a discarded concept? But I have to somehow take a vaccine or you or, or everybody listening has to take a vaccine because if they don't, they're hurting the person next to them when there is no way there's a difference in how they're getting hurt. Me vaccinated or not vaccinated does not change anything to the spread of virus. It's not vaccine, it's inoculation. Only thing inoculation does is help me deal with it if I should get infected. 
So if someone believes that you can have an abortion because nobody's getting hurt and it's your body, but they also believe that you have to get inoculated because you could hurt somebody else, my gosh, do they have to sit down and start drinking bourbon and figure out how they unpretzel that pretzel. It is something else to uh, make that, that statement. But that statement of bodily autonomy is really based on an idea that you should have control of yourself. I happen to agree with that. However, in pregnancy, it is not yourself. By definition, if we are going to engage definitions, a pregnancy confirms that it is no longer of self. There are multiples. Can't, that, that is not a deniable uh, uh, factor. If you want to argue that the baby cannot live without the mother, I will not disagree with such a thing. But you also cannot deny that there are two things here at question, two things at play. And I would say to somebody who wants to engage uh, this idea of bodily autonomy, your desire to want to legalize abortion is a fetish that should be questioned. And that's exactly what I would have said at the wedding, which is most probably why I didn't get invited. However, I will tell you right now, if I had been invited, I would have gone. I, I would have gone. Oh, yeah, it would have been great. Would have brought the kids, the whole thing. The whole thing. Part of the problem with these kinds of arguments is that they don't, they don't actually satisfy under scrutiny. Let me give you an example. You know what? I'll save it. Stay right here. I'm Tony Counts.